Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Formula E Byte. It's been a long old time, it feels. I certainly think so anyway. It feels like such a long time since we had some all-electric racing. We haven't seen or heard from the world of Formula E since February. But, I mean, that's absolutely not true. I mean, there's social media. My, my point is, we haven't had any racing for a while. It's been a break. I hope you have been well during this electricless spell. That, again, that's not true. There's been electricity. My point is, racing's back. Racing is back this weekend. And what's more, there's two. Two E-Prix, a double header in Rome. In Rome. So expect plenty of action to get us back into the swing of things if last year's E-Prix is anything to go by. It's, it was quite a, um, quite a chaotic, eventful E-Prix, if my memory serves me correctly. There were drivers all over the place. I mean, not, not like all over the place. I mean, on the, on the track. They, they were all still in Rome. You know, some weren't racing elsewhere. That, that would be really weird. Anyway. We're back. We're back in Rome. We were there last year for a doubleheader as well. That was the first doubleheader we had had in Rome. And it was the third season in which we had raced in Rome with Formula E. So this year will be the fourth time, starting in 2018, then 2019. Then, of course, we we know the disaster of a year that was 2020. There was no racing there. And then the doubleheader in 2021. To make up for it, but the doubleheader has remained a feature of Formula E post-pandemic, and I'm not mad about that. Should be good. Should be good. I mean, the last two were won by Jean-Éric Verne uh, in race one, and Stoffel van Dorn in race two. It was quite a good weekend for Mercedes pace-wise. Van Dorn obviously won the second race, but he was also on pole for race one. And De Vries got the fastest lap of race two. It's been quite a good track for Tachita as well. Of course, Verne won race one in 2021. He also got the fastest lap in 2019, whilst his uh, then teammate Andre Lotterer got pole position, and Lotterer also finished second in 2019. Lotterer also finished third in the first E-Prix in 2018. So we will see. We will see how that gets on. I would imagine it's probably going to be a good track for Mercedes again, pace-wise at least. Um, I mean, Mercedes are looking good pace-wise again this season, so, you know, that's not the craziest conclusion to reach. We'll touch on it more in the podium prediction, of course. You know, let's not let's not get too into who might finish where just yet. And instead, let's remind ourselves of the circuit and its layout. It's it's long. <laughs> it, it, it's really long. There's a lot of long straights. The total length is 3.3 kilometers, uh, just, just over, which makes it one of the longest circuits on the calendar. But yeah, as, as I say, the main thing is the straights. There's 19 turns, but the, the straights are particularly long. And the turns are, a lot of them are almost sort of like right angles, really. It, it's, it's quite uh, an angular track in some ways. You've got that lovely 
uh, U-turny looking loop uh, between uh, turns 14, 15, 16 around uh, Piazza G. Marconi. So, yeah, I mean, this again, this is why I think it will probably be quite good for Mercedes again. I mean, they've they've got good pace. And when you have straights like this, as, as long as they are, I mean, even turns 4, 5, 6 and 7, I mean, looking at the layout, it, yeah, there are turns there, but they're, they're quite slight, really. That is still a very straight section to have, you know, four turns. It's, it, yeah, it's quite an interesting one. So could be could be a situation where I can imagine a couple of cars or maybe even one driver just, just pulls away and just isn't caught. Uh, or if everyone is kind of on the pace, maybe just a big old, you know, queue uh, train and then and then we can see some more exciting racing in the corners. I, I don't know. I can see it going a number of ways. But either way, I, I think we're in for something good again in Rome this year. Okay, now we will do the podium prediction. And as always, I will pick three drivers that I think will be on the podium at some point this weekend. And if you would like to send in your own podium prediction, you can. Please do. The email address is show.formulaebyte at gmail.com and I will actually read some out on the next episode. I, I will. I will. So, Antonio Giovinazzi. It's his home race. We're in Italy. He's not going to be on the podium. Just unrelated fact. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> that's, that's, that's so unnecessary. He he won't be anywhere near the podium. He just won't. But that you didn't need didn't need to do him like that. I'm I'm sure he'll have a great race and maybe finish one of them. Um. Okay. So enough of that. That's horrible. That's horrible, Andre. Let's let's get serious now. Andre Lotterer for Porsche. He's in good form this season. He's currently fourth in the standings. He's got 30 points, uh, the same as his teammate. That's only 13 off top. And he's done well here in the past. You know, when he was with Tachita, he finished third and then second in consecutive years. He got pole position in 2019 as well. Last year, Verline was on the podium with Porsche. Uh, when he finished third. So I think, yeah, I think Lotter has got a good chance this weekend. And I think so does Nick DeVries. He's second in the standings right now. I think it's going to be quite a good track for Mercedes. So Lotter and DeVries. And then for my third prediction, I'm going to go Jake Dennis. Just, just got a feeling. There's no real logic behind it. I mean, he's not doing badly. He's seventh in the standings currently. And we know he's a good driver. Had a great season last year. So my prediction, three drivers that will be on the podium this weekend. Lotterer, De Vries and Dennis. Okay, we mentioned the standings there. Let's take a quick look at the top 10 going into this weekend. At the top sits Mortara with 43 points. De Vries is second with 38. Verline is third with 30. Lotterer is fourth with 30. Stoffel van Dorn has 28 points and is in 5th place. Jean-Eric Verne has 27 and is in 6th. 7th place is Jake Dennis on 26 points. Degrassi is 8th with 25. Freins is 9th with 24. And Acosta is 10th with 12. So still all pretty tight. 
more or less, in that top 10 going into rounds four and five of this season. So there's a good chance we'll see that order jumbled up after this weekend. But let's wait and see what happens and then come back next week for the review episode on Wednesday. Until then, enjoy the racing. Make sure you are subscribed to Formula E-Byte wherever you listen to your podcasts. And as always, I'll leave a link in the episode description so you can see how to watch this weekend's racing wherever you live. All right, that's enough for now. See you next week.